You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello and welcome to episode 104. I hope you all had an amazing Easter. If you celebrate, I am playing a little bit of catch up from the long weekend with the kids out of school, lots of fun activities, but actually spent the day yesterday resetting and getting organized and planning. And in doing that, I was able to create a little bit of extra time. So I got to go outside, spend a little bit of time by the pool today with my fiance and that helped contribute to the reset. So I am back on board. The podcast is just a little bit late, but I'm all caught up now. So today I am excited to talk about this topic. I talk about this with a lot of clients, and in fact, it's been coming up more recently, and that is how to instantly become a better coach for your clients. This was a big part of my certification with the Life Coach School. In that certification, we learned foundational things that I'm going to talk about today that we need to do to become better coaches. A lot of this is about the work that we're doing for ourselves and self-coaching that we're doing on our own mindset so that we can serve our clients in the best way possible. I often get this question or feedback from my clients. They ask me, how do you do this? How do you listen to so many other clients telling you their challenges and their problems and it doesn't weigh you down? And I've also gotten feedback that the space that I create for them and the way that I coach makes them feel so comfortable and safe to share anything with me. They feel safe to get vulnerable. As so many of my clients are growing their new businesses or putting out new offers, new programs in their established business, they are signing more new paid clients and they're expressing more of an interest in becoming better coaches for these new clients. They want tools to help them navigate where their clients still feel stuck. Most of my clients have awesome strategies that they're teaching in the fields of finance, public relations, health, fitness, weight loss, and entrepreneurship. But what they're also finding is that after these clients come on board with them and they start to get results from these strategies, they also have clients who remain stuck. Because I do so much mindset work with my own clients, they see the impact of that mindset work and these tools and they're wanting to start sharing these tools with their clients to help those who need the extra support with their mindset. So they've been coming to me for help and support to empower them to become even better coaches. So I do love talking about this topic. Now, why do they need to help their clients with mindset as well? Because here's the thing, it is often the missing 
link that keeps us from reaching the success we desire or getting the transformation that we want. It is so common. We can have all of the tips, tricks, and strategies, and there are tons out there that will work for any business. But if we aren't in the right energy, with the right mindset for success, and leveraging those in the right way, we will still remain stuck, no matter what strategy we're trying to implement. So what my clients are saying is that in some of these sessions, they come away from the call feeling like they weren't able to bring the most value, that they weren't able to serve their clients in the best way. And they aren't sure where to go with their clients in those sessions. They're just wanting to serve their clients better. So today I want to share with you a few valuable pointers that I've been giving them and that can help you if you are running into the same problem. I'm going to share some common examples and how you know if this may be happening for you, as well as what to do about it with some specific practical tips you can start doing now. Now the important thing to understand first is that what most often gets in the way of us truly serving our clients in the best way possible is simply our own brain, our own mindset, our own experience, our thoughts and feelings. And this may come from insecurities, things we were taught growing up, conditioning that we may not even be aware of. And because this has become our default mode of thinking and feeling, it can show up in our sessions and sometimes project onto our clients without us realizing it. So if we want to continue to serve our clients in the best way possible and continue to become better coaches, we need to keep ourselves and our own mindset in check. This is why I always have a coach myself. This kind of default thinking and feeling that we all experience is what we need to create more awareness around so that we can watch out for it when we're coaching others. I'm going to start with a couple of the most common examples of this that I see. The first is judgment. This is often judgment not only of our clients, but what I see is that Those who struggle with judging others also struggle with judgment of themselves. This type of judgment sounds like the shoulds and the shouldn'ts, right? We like to say we're shoulding on ourselves. If you notice that you have lots of thoughts about what you should be doing or shouldn't be doing, it creates judgment. If you notice that you have very rigid expectations, possibly a lot of black or white thinking, right? Thinking in absolutes or ideals, it must be this way or it's gone wrong. That can lead to lots of feelings of judgment. If you notice that is your tendency toward yourself, what you may see is that you are quick to judge your clients. You might find that there are times where you're judging them for what they're experiencing or how they're processing it, what their story is about it, or the choices 
that they are making. If this is happening for you and you notice this when you are coaching, I'm going to invite you to ask yourself, where do you judge yourself? In what ways are you being hard on yourself? Where and how do you beat up on yourself? What is that internal dialogue that you're experiencing? Because if this is happening for you, it's likely also showing up when you're coaching your clients. What we want to do, if this is occurring, is we want to move to a more neutral place. That neutrality is highly valuable in a coaching session. One of the thoughts we need to practice believing in order to get to a more neutral place is simply that what our client is experiencing is their experience. It is their story, and because they are human, it is valid. We want to practice being more aware of our own conditioning that has us judging ourselves or others. I hear this a lot from clients. It's feedback that I get of how accepting I am of them no matter what they present me with. They know, and I say it often, it's a judgment-free zone. So what that creates is a significant amount of trust and comfort for my clients. It helps them feel safe in these sessions. So we need to work on, instead of judgment, moving to a place of more neutrality. One of the ways you know this is working is that if you start to get to a place, and this is something I firmly believe And one of my principles is that there is nothing my client can share with me that would shock me. There is nothing they can say, there is no story they can tell me that is going to create judgment within me. So let's work on dropping the judgment and practice believing that both you and your client are exactly as they should be. They're 100% human and they are entitled to their current experience. So let's work on dropping the judgment to get to a place of more neutrality. You can remind yourself that both you and your clients are human, and our mind can be both our best friend and our worst enemy. So the experience that any of us is having is okay. We are all here working to help our minds be better friends for us to think in ways that serve us instead of sabotage us. But that is a journey for all of us. So let's work on dropping the judgment and get to a place of more neutrality. All right, example number two. This one is around doubt. When you start to notice doubt, And this can be a sneaky one. So what we need to do is create a lot of awareness as we are stepping into coaching sessions with our clients of what are the feelings that we are experiencing as a coach. When you start to notice doubt, it may feel like a heaviness. And it can come from a belief that your clients don't have what it takes to make the changes that you're coaching them through. Or that they're not capable of experiencing the transformation 
that they hired you for. That can lead to feelings of doubt. If you believe that they aren't capable or that their problems are too hard to solve, this can be problematic because it creates that feeling of doubt and it will change the way that you show up in the coaching session and it will change the way that you coach them. It can feel heavy. So again, what to do is turn inward first. See if this is something that you're also experiencing or believing about yourself and projecting onto them. Where are you experiencing doubt or disbelief? Maybe you struggle with imposter syndrome or that you're not good enough at this in some way or you don't have enough experience or you're not the the expert or you're not the expert. In what ways are you telling yourself that you don't have what it takes? When you're in this state of mind, not only will you attract those who do not believe in themselves in most cases, but you'll find that you're more likely to project it onto the clients you do have, which can make it feel more like you're pulling a lead weight than coaching them through their transformation. So ask yourself instead, how can you step into your power, your confidence, and your certainty that you have what it takes? Confidence that you have that demonstrates you are good enough, that you are great at what you do. Practice feeling certain first about your own capabilities. And that takes believing that your success is inevitable. When you get good at this, it's going to be easier for you to practice that certainty in your client's capabilities. This is often an exercise more in self-love and compassion for ourselves. Because when we know how to love ourselves in that way, it's easier for us to show that for someone else. You can't love someone else if you don't love yourself. So we need to practice this for ourselves first. So if you are noticing that your belief in your clients is wavering or helping them starts to feel heavy, this is work that you will want to do. So we talked about two examples today. We talked about moving to neutrality instead of judgment and moving to a place of certainty or belief instead of doubt. Doing this work in these two areas alone will help you improve your coaching skills. And some practical tips that I want you to consider as well are one, to make sure that you are self-coaching before your sessions. And if you're not sure how to do that, then make sure you find a coach you love to help you with that process. Get coached by them so that you can create more of this awareness around these tricky obstacles that are getting in the way of you being the best coach that you can be. You also want to evaluate your coaching sessions after they're complete so you can look for ways to improve. And then finally, do the work daily to start developing self-trust, that you do have what it takes to be a great coach and that you can increase your awareness in these areas. And Simply commit to doing that work to improve the value of what you offer your clients. 
If you want more help implementing strategies like this and anything I cover in the podcast, now is the time to get a one-on-one coach. And I would love to hear what you want to create. My rates will be increasing this year, so schedule a no-cost consultation to see if you're a good fit. In my private one-on-one coaching, I teach entrepreneurs like you how to leverage mind and body intelligence so you can optimize your performance, be a more resilient leader, and break through your income ceiling. Now, first, what we do is we conduct a business audit. That will help you prioritize your business for profit. We then develop your three-tier business growth blueprint. My one-on-one clients love the simplicity of this. It will help you create an effortless sales and marketing strategy that will help you connect more deeply with your audience. In one-on-one coaching with me, you will also learn the five-step model for mindset work to help you improve your adaptive resilience so that you can rebound more rapidly from the constantly changing landscape of online business and entrepreneurship. And finally, you will get your unique performance code using your human design to help you optimize your daily performance and leverage your natural skill sets in sales and marketing, making it easy and fun so you can take the guesswork out. I will drop the link for the no-cost consultation in the show notes. Let's make your next three months one of complete transformation for your business and every aspect of your life. Now is the time. Happy spring. What are you waiting for? I'll drop the link in the show notes and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.